You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is proudly supported by Kiama Community College. There's something for everyone, from nationally accredited career courses to seniors' computing, languages and lifestyle programs. G'day, my name's Karen Rankamalang. The Kiama Community Radio would like to wish all the mums of Kiama a very special day for next Sunday, the 9th of May. This Mother's Day, I'd like to pay tribute to my mum, Joni, who is no longer with us, by reading two of her short memoirs. Joni was one of the great characters in our family, a mischievous and funny lady who won the hearts of almost everyone who was lucky enough to meet her. The first memoir is titled My Boyfriend, My Budgie, My Pet. It's a very special story to me because the day I had to go to my mum's house to clean up after the paramedics had broken in to rescue her following a major stroke, I found a tiny little grave in the backyard. Billy, the pet budgie, had died the night before and mum had buried him in a little grave and scattered his toys all over the top. The ladder was placed on top of the grave, leaning against the fence. My mum was never to return to that house. But I hope you enjoy this memoir as much as I do. My boyfriend, my budgie, my pet. A lot of people already think I'm not the four quid, so to speak. Except for my closest friends, they are positive. So I have no qualms about calling my pet Budgie, Billy Trudgett, my boyfriend. After all, it's just wishful thinking. There would have to be a major turnaround. When you hear all his attributes, you will no doubt agree that he would be a charmer if he was a member of the human race. I often say to Billy, why can't the powers of B turn you into a Prince Charming, like the little frog? Good enough for a frog? Good enough for you, my darling. That's what I say to him. He just sits there on his perch looking at me with his very expressive little eyes that never waver. For as long as I prattle on to him, I ask you what male that you have ever met will let you go on and on, talking nonsense all the time, staring steadfastly at you with his full attention. Say no more. Besides that, these are just some of the sweet little things Billy says to me every single day. I love you, darling. Give me a kiss. Happy birthday, Joni. Every day. Don't worry. Be happy. You are a very, 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 very smart cookie. Yes, you are. Talk to me, talk to me. You're my boyfriend, aren't you? Billy is like all males, resistant to change. So far, he won't say girlfriend. Every night, every single night, he won't go to bed till I do. More importantly, he doesn't get up until I do, even if it's 10 a.m., just stays quietly where he is. But the minute I get out of bed, he hears me and gives out his cheery little whistle. 
same as when I come home, morning or night. The second I put the key in the front door lock, I hear his special little whistle welcoming me home. What devotion. Sometimes I bring a bottle of beer home and he can smell it as soon as I take the top off. Starts jumping up and down, chattering and whistling non-stop till I give him his share. That's something else he says. Want a beer? Want a beer? Now before anyone rings up the RSPCA, it's only one drop from an eyedropper. We also have the same taste in music. He just loves Beethoven and Mozart, not to mention Vivaldi. When I play wartime favourites, Benny Goodman or Glenn Miller, he gets quite active and is fascinated by me dancing around the room, singing away, dreadfully out of tune. True love just doesn't care. He does have his dark side, don't we all? For instance, if I put my hand in his cage, his territory, I stand a good chance of getting a good nip, blood and all. He won't hop on my finger, but will hop onto my closed fist. Just contrary. I taught him to say, Don't bite your mummy. And I also taught him to say, You're a clever little dick. But like all men, he gets confused. And sometimes he will say, Don't bite your dick. My grandkids think he is hilarious. But Billy is very wary of kids of all sizes. So am I these days. Of course, he doesn't have a proper conversation with me. But this bird is the smartest bird I have ever, ever encountered. Sometimes it's uncanny what he says at the most appropriate times. For example, I'll walk past him from the bathroom with a towel draped around me or in my birthday suit. Billy Wolf whistles me. When I'm fully dressed and preparing to go out, he will say, What are you doing? What are you doing? I love my budgie. He is wonderful company. He makes me laugh constantly with his funny little antics, chattering and terrific whistling. I wouldn't mind meeting a Prince Charming like Billy, but somehow I can't see him putting up with all my chattering. Kiama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. The second memoir is entitled Misery. I find this one particularly humorous because I think it was the day that Joanie finally met her match. I hope you enjoy this one too. A one, two... Misery. I had just settled into my appointed seat on the midday train to Canberra when a large woman of about 60 years of age came huffing and puffing up the aisle. Stopping beside me, she said in an anxious voice, I have to sit in the aisle seat because I get travel sickness. I obliged, as I didn't fancy the possible consequences if I didn't. The train took off from Central 
and by the time we got to Campbelltown, she had told me half her life's story. I had a good book to read, Stephen King's Misery. Very prophetic, as it turned out. But having been brought up with good manners, I had to listen to her, more or less. I have lived in Mount Isa for 27 years, even though I hate the heat. I also hate trains, but it's the only form of transport I can afford. I was sick three times on the train from Townsville to Brisbane and four times on the train from Brisbane to Sydney. Would you believe she told me she was travelling around Australia by train? The train rattled onwards towards the southern highlands and as I was feeling hungry, I excused myself and squeezed past her to get out. When I settled back in with my lunch, she pipes up with, I don't eat anything. I haven't been to the toilet for four days. Mean to say, who cares? On and on she went. I can't go on train toilets because I know someone who got AIDS from one. Plus I have chalky bowels. More like verbal diarrhoea, I thought. One to look up in my funk and wagnalls as well. Chalky bowels, indeed. It's all linked to my troubles, she said. What troubles? said I stupidly. When will I ever learn? Kidney troubles, bladder troubles, migraines, vertigo, chalky bowels, again, and 12 types of allergies, was her reply. By the time we got to Canberra, I had a splitting headache. And I have to say, I was a bit worried about my own bowels, if you don't mind me saying so. The train was half an hour late getting in. My luggage had been left behind at Central. It was freezing cold and a hundred people were queued up at the taxi rank. Thankfully, Mrs Chalky Bowers was going in the opposite direction to me. Thanks to Michael Fix for both tracks, Denali and Opposites Attract, from his album Cloud Surfing. And once again, the Kayama Community Radio wishes all the mums of Kayama a very happy Mother's Day this Sunday, the 9th of May. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.